Welcome to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. We always get phone calls every week from the child care center that licensing is in the building <laughs> and they are freaked out and they are saying that they did something that they don't know what they really did and they can't find it in minimum standards and you know, for over 20 years, Carrie and I have been working with these programs, trying to get them to remember that covering their assets is so important and it's okay to ask questions. So this episode, we are going to talk specifically about appealing citations and even share some horror stories. I mean, Carrie, we have heard horror stories about people getting invisible citations like nobody came to their building and somehow they have a citation on their account so where do you want to start because i think we we got 20 minutes so we got to figure out how to get the best out of our 20 minutes <laughs> okay so i think the first thing to do is to say there will be another episode linked in the comments uh that will talk about establishing a relationship with your licensing rep. I was hoping I could find it really quickly, but I can't. So I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> um, you need to be walking with your licensing rep when they're walking through the building. When they're in the office doing paperwork, you need to leave them alone. <laughs> when they are walking, you need to be walking with them. And that doesn't mean that you're looming over their left shoulder. Like give them some space but if they're going into your butterfly classroom, you need to be in the butterfly classroom. So if they have an issue or a question, they can ask you. <laughs> so if they're like, if you see them writing furiously or typing, depending on how they like to do their inspection, because some like to do it on their tablet and some like to do it on a notepad and then transfer it to their tablet or their computer. I don't care. But if you see them writing <laughs> furiously, get over there and go, hey, um, is there something I can help you with? Like, is there something going on in the classroom that I need to address with this teacher? Ask them right then what they're seeing. Well, I see that kid over there has climbed up and is trying to get out through the ceiling light <laughs> or the, through the skylight. And I don't think that's a good thing. Kids should not be trying to escape through the skylight. And you're like, you are absolutely right. Um, let me go talk to the teacher and make sure she sees what is happening. So you go tell the teacher, hey, did you notice that Justin is up by the skylight? And then they can write resolved at visit <laughs> or corrected at visit in their citation. They can't do that if it's not corrected at the visit. <laughs> so if you walk into the room and you see that the teacher left a spray bottle down where children can get to it, or you notice that there is a spray bottle that is unlabeled, you can go talk to the teacher and go, why are your spray bottles not labeled? You need to get that handled right now. And then it's corrected at visit. <laughs> okay. So say you have a licensing rep who is like, no, 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 we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. Like, they don't want to tell you what they're doing. What would you do, Kate? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so part of this goes back to that developing that relationship. So let's just say it's a licensing rep who I've never met. 
who shows up at my building that day and decides they're going to do an inspection. Um, and this has happened. And we also know that not every licensing rep is the same. Uh, that in Texas, uh, this department changes agencies. And so you might have people who you had had the same. We have programs who've had the same licensing rep for, for decades. And then all of a sudden, you know, four years in a row, they have a different one every year. And so that does happen. And so when they come in, the very first thing I'm going to do is introduce myself, let them know how I can be of service, where I'm going to set them up and kind of ask them how they see the day going um, because I want to make myself available to them and I want to tell them that. So I have already established with them literally in the first 15 minutes that I'm going to be available to them all day. So as we are, when they go to walk, I'm going to tell them and I'm going to walk with you. I'm not going to ask them if I can. Um, I'm going to tell them I am. Um, and that I will, you know, be there if they have any questions, if they see anything, um, and I will be there and taking my own notes. Now, hopefully, this is not the first time your staff have seen you with a clipboard or some sort of note-taking device in the room. So that's a whole separate episode. Um, but I'm not going to have a relationship with the licensing rep where they are surprised I want to come along. And the time for them to tell me is not going to be when I'm in the room with them. So yeah, that's my two cents on that. So, so uh, if you do this, what they written down as a citation does not come as a surprise for you at the end of the visit. You already know what the issue is and maybe they're like, no, I'm absolutely writing that there was cleaning products available to children and I'm not writing it as corrected at visit because I know that it was unlabeled, which means probably you've got other ones that are unlabeled and I'm going to cite you for it. And that's a reasonable statement <laughs> because mm -hmm. if one room has unlabeled ones, then that means you do not have a standard operating procedure checking all of the bottles once a week to make sure that they're labeled. Or if you have that process, you're not doing it. <laughs> so that's reasonable. Sometimes they're going to cite you for something and it's a hundred percent reasonable, even though you corrected it during the visit, because what they're trying to do is point out places where you need to change your policies and procedures because something's not working, but it shouldn't be a surprise at the end of the visit. <laughs> Absolutely. So like I said, people call us at least once a week about, you know, they're in a panic, their licensing rep is there, maybe it's their first licensing visit, maybe it's a new licensing visit, maybe it's the one, it's the licensing rep who has the rumor of being a horrible, horrible licensing rep. And this happens, and child care centers do talk to each other, and, you know, they start to label inspectors as certain things, and so then you as a director as soon as that person comes in, you go, ooh, instead of yay, I get to be the best program I can be and they're going to help me get there. Yeah. And there are some licensing reps who like to keep, they like the emotional, like there must be some sort of emotional payoff in having a surprise at the end of the day when they talk to you. And you just need to know that you'll know that after the first time, if you have one of those, and then you can just be like, okay, I need to be mentally prepared. There's going to be at least one gotcha 
at the end of the visit. Some licensing reps are super, super excited when they're there for two hours and they can't find anything to cite you on. And other licensing reps will stay for nine, 10, 11 hours until they can find something to cite you for. But most are somewhere in between. Most are like, I bet I can get somebody on a kid not washing their hands. I'm just going to stand here on the other side of the classroom where I can look at the sink and I'm going to wait until somebody doesn't wash their hands. I'm going to cite them for that. And then we can move on with our day. <laughs> yep. So you have followed the licensing rep. You've made the changes. They have some that you don't totally agree with. If you don't agree with them or you you get something from them and at the end of the visit and it says one thing and then when you go to look online it says something different yeah what do i do you file an appeal <laughs> what so there's two levels like? to the appeals okay. so the first level of the appeal is you send an email to the licensing rep and their supervisor and say this does not match my notes from the day <laughs> This is, you know, and you explain that more. Don't just do that one sentence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and you say what you think the citation should be, what any additional notes should be there because they gave you technical assistance. They said they were going to do technical assistance, not a citation. And yet here it shows up as a citation. If that doesn't fix it, then we have to do the formal appeal process. So that can take days, weeks, months. Now, don't have, but that shows in up every, in every, yeah, in every state, there is a limit, a time limit on how long you can wait to file an appeal. Yeah. And so what Texas, do you do, especially if you days. got holidays or snow days? Doesn't matter. 30 days is 30 days is 30 days. Or if in your area, it's seven days, seven days is seven days is seven days. Does not matter. Krakatoa could have exploded and caused global shutdown of commerce. You still have seven days to get it done. The other thing to remember is that it is not their responsibility to tell you that the inspection report is online for you to view. That is your responsibility as the director, as the owner. You need to be on top of that, looking at that every day. So I don't know if that means you have to pull out your phone and you have to schedule reminders. I don't care. There, No excuse is ever going to work on I didn't know. Correct. I just realized I forgot to say one of the most important steps of that licensing visit. Record it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Record it. You have a smartphone or you have a tablet. Set the voice memo app to go the minute the licensing rep comes in and have it recording the whole time you are with the licensing rep. Yes, that might mean you have an eight hour voice memo and it fills up all of the memory on your device. Fine, you're gonna export it to a computer anyway. <laughs> you don't wanna- Absolutely, and that's also brings up a good point. If you've got um, video surveillance in your rooms, uh, during the inspection, that's also a great thing to segment and pull down um, and save in a folder on some sort of cloud backup that's just, you know, let's just say it was today. So it's January 2024, licensing inspection video. 
And that way you also have it if there are questions, right? You have the video documentation as well as the audio documentation, the written documentation, um, yada, yada, yada. So we have a program that, um, well, we actually have several programs who have similar stories where the, 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 the written report that's online is different than what they thought or what they were expecting. Um, we know that we've got folks who often aren't paying attention to schedules. And although I feel sorry for you, and yes, you can always file an appeal, even if it's out of the time slot, but I'm going to be honest with you, they're not going to care because it's not their job to tell you. However, I do have a really strong opinion of what I call these invisible citations that I keep hearing more and more about. And um, people copying licensing reps and copying supervisors and, you know, trying to be respectful um, as far as giving people time to respond. But remember, you don't have a lot of time. And it's 30 days from the day of the inspection. So if you check licensing every week, it could be a whole week, which means you now have three weeks left. And so this is an opportunity for you to be that squeaky wheel. Yep. And remember, our general stance is that licensing is advantageous. It is good. It is a partnership. They are helping you to make your program better. We are not anti-licensing. We are pro-licensing. I report people all the time who are operating without a license who need to be licensed because it is so important for the health and safety of the kids and the employees. We love licensing. We love them as people. We love them as an entity. But there are some problems in any system. And so what we're saying is you need to protect yourself from those rare problems. That's why we have insurance. That's why we have standard operating procedures. It's not because every day there's some kid hiding under the slide. It's because there could be somebody hiding under the slide. And so you need to count all the noses and make sure they match the names. <laughs> it's not that it happens on a regular basis that a kid is not coming when you say it's time to line up to go inside. It happens occasionally. The same is true of ghost citations and the same is true of a licensing rep saying one thing when they're in front of you and typing something different when they're in their car or at their desk typing up their notes. Okay, so as we wrap up this episode, a couple of things that I want you to remember, and hopefully this will just help your mindset when it comes to anything that looks like an inspection, an accreditation, some sort of assessment. Um, first of all, Carrie and I have always talked about getting your staff comfortable with this, okay? So that is the biggest piece. And if you have been going to conferences and you are part of a, um, a professional association, this is an opportunity to find a peer, even if you just get peers to come out and do things with you. If you have become a director that is so negative about licensing, it's probably going to get back to licensing that you're negative about them. And that just means that the cycle is going to get worse. So remember, whatever you feed is what's going to grow. So if you are feeding the, the negative grumpiness about your licensing rep, it will get back to them. I'm just saying. <laughs> so yep. if you need to figure out how to have 
um, a designated director so that when that licensing rep comes, somebody else is doing the walkthrough <laughs> with them, then do that. Get a second person trained and qualified and on your paperwork who can do the licensing inspections. Because if you're grumpy, that isn't going to help anything. Nothing. <laughs> so Absolutely. remember your mindset and your attitude. And if you're having a bad day, go to the bathroom and unhave a bad day. <laughs> Get somebody else in charge to go meet with them. Do something so that your bad day or bad attitude towards that person doesn't spill over into the end result of your licensing visit. So that could mean that you have emergency candy <laughs> that is only for, I'm having a bad day and I need to be able to turn my mood around. You can have a playlist that you play in the bathroom to get yourself jazzed up, do the Wonder Woman stance. Like we've talked about several different ways over the course of the, you know, over 150 episodes of different ways to turn your mood around. And you've seen other people talk about how to turn your mood around. Figure out some things that you can use as a tool to help you when you're having a bad, if you are having a bad day and licensing shows up. Okay. So I want to plant one seed. Okay. It is, it is the end of our time slot. And I was doing the math because I was just curious. And so if you have not listened to every one of our episodes, that means that you are missing out on about 97 hours of free training and consulting. And, and that's minimum. I mean, it's probably significantly more because most of our episodes are, are a little longer than 20 minutes. Um, but we want you to be the best director you can be. And we have given you now a two-week full-time course for free. So it's actually two and a half weeks. So if you're looking at 40 hours and we've given you 95 and actually as of today, probably even more than that, as you're listening to this episode. So go listen to them. Go start at number one, go learn how to delegate if you need to. And some of our episodes are repeat episodes, or maybe you go, wait, I've heard some of this. Well, keep listening because we might dig deeper. And this is a great episode related to that. We've talked about relationships with licensing reps. And today we went a little deeper on how to deal with that appeal and why you need to. Also, it will save you money because it'll keep your insurance premiums down and it'll increase um, the likelihood that people will enroll with you because if they pull up your licensing report and it's full of all kinds of craziness, they don't want to enroll with you. Not all parents look it up but enough do that this can be a problem. So peel what needs to be appealed and subscribe and follow. Listen to our podcast. Some apps call it subscribe. Some call it follow. I don't care what they call it. You need to do it. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Want to learn more? Check out our website at texasdirector.org. And if you've learned anything today, leave us a comment below and share the show.